You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 96. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. Once again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. Hi, pet business owners. I am so excited. Last year, I wrote the book, How to Recover from Pet Business Burnout. And I had a lot of you say, I really, really want to hear this book on audiobook. And it's not available, Kristen. Come on, get it for me. And so I want to let you know that it is coming out very soon. And in fact, if you pre-order it today, you will be able to receive it before anyone else does. And you'll also save some money. So the link to pre-order your How to Recover from Pet Business Burnout audiobook is in the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. Oh, I am just thrilled because I know that a lot of you have wanted the information that's in that book, but you're just too busy, and that's why you need to read the book. But now you can listen to it. So it is coming out next month in December 2021, but if you pre-order, you will receive it before anyone else does, and you'll be able to save $5. So you'll find out more on the show notes page, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. I also am really happy to say that I've received a lot of inquiries about coaching with me on the podcast. I know many of you are excited about these new coaching sessions that are here on this new episode of the podcast, and I'm very, very happy to be releasing them. They're so fun. I love working with you guys, and if you're feeling inspired or motivated to work with me on the podcast, I want to encourage you to reach out to me. Don't be afraid. The worst I can say is, no, your topic isn't a good fit for the podcast, 
I also have paid coaching sessions that you can sign up for if you're interested in being coached by me privately without a podcast audience. So all the details for that are in the show notes, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. So today's session is with Carly. Last time we had Carla, today we have Carly. She's a dog trainer, a pet sitter, and a dog walker, and she's based in Pismo Beach, California. She really wants to take her business to the next level, and maybe you can relate to that, especially as we're looking at you know, this new year, this challenging year we've all been a part of. You might be looking at your business thinking, I really want to take my business to the next level. How do I do that? So, and like Carly, you might have a lot of questions for how to do that, especially if you want to do it in a short amount of time. So in this coaching session with Carly, I go over with her how to ask clients for online reviews. They're really, really important. If you haven't done that, I want to encourage you to do it. If you have done it and you haven't gotten the results that you want from clients, meaning they haven't actually done the reviews, they've said they would, but they haven't done it, here's how you can help nudge them along without pressuring them, but just a gentle nudge, and it really does reap results. So I want to encourage you to listen to this episode, but not only listen to it, I want to encourage you to actually take the actions when you're done listening to it to reach out to your clients to get reviews. It'll make a big difference in your business. So here's the session with Carly. Hi, Carly. It looks like you're muted. Hello. (laughs) Hi. It wasn't letting me click on it until I clicked the okay that I was knew I was being recorded. <laughs> oh, not a problem. I love your paw print shirt. It's so cute. Thank you. I got these at Target on like clearance clearance for $3. So I have five of them. They're my like uniform. And oh, so that's I, great. My branding. Yes, exactly. All right, my dear. So we have about 30 minutes here. So we're going to dive in. It's first of all, it's wonderful to see you. Thank you for showing up for the session for yourself and for all the people who are going to be helped by this as well. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I listened to your one that you had just released, I think yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, which was so funny because you were interviewing a girl named Carla. Uh Uh-huh. And in it, you were talking about how you were in back in the Bay Area. So are you back or were you just visiting? No, I was back then, but I'm headed back next week, actually. So we live part-time in Hawaii and part-time in California. So we're kind of back and forth, usually for a few weeks at a time. Yeah, so I'm headed back for the holidays, but I'm still in Hawaii right now and loving every minute of it. It's great. Perfect. And you have a good vacation? Yes, I had an amazing vacation. We were on the beach in Kona, Hawaii, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just amazing to be there. You know, we live in the jungle, so it's a very different vibe here. Yeah. It's not the beach. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's very different, but um, it's just nice to be by the water too. So we had like five days of that, which was really wonderful. Yeah. So let's dive into you, my dear. So just 
I know about your business, but I just want to hear it in your own words, a little bit about you, your business, and then we'll dive into what you most need help with today. Perfect. And when you do the podcast, do you edit them at all? Okay. I don't. Not usually. I might edit that little section that we did just now. (laughs) And maybe not. I don't know. I like the authenticity of it. And I know it's pretty rare for a podcast to not edit. And I just, these coaching sessions, I want them to be as real as possible because they're relatable that way. Right. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Okay. So yeah, I will tell your audience about me. Okay. Wonderful. So, um, so yeah, I've been in business for five years, but never really, it's kind of been unofficial. Um, so I actually just got my business license in the mail just now. I ran to the post office before here, so I am legit. Um, and so making it official, I've never done any marketing. And so switching, um, and getting my, um, you know, getting the software on board. I've now posted on Nextdoor. Um, I've got Google Business. I've paid for a website for five years. Mm-hmm. Now it's actually, it's got the landing page. Mm-hmm. Um, so rolling that out to my current clients mm-hmm. without overwhelming them yeah. um, and how to do that. Plus, um, I want to do some updated branding which means I'll be changing probably my logo. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then of course that will um, change into the software and the website as well. And the business right. cards. Yeah. Um, plus since I'm expanding and doing more dog training as well, I'm also bringing some staff members on to help me with backup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so people are used to just working with me, and I, I'm so blessed by networking with other pet sitters and having them be backup, but mm-hmm. having more kind of more employees as well. So they won't just have me as much. Mm-hmm. And so with new clients, it's really easy because they, you know, they don't know that all these things are new. Mm-hmm. But with people that have been with me for five years, not overwhelming them because mm-hmm. I need their help to get reviews on places like the website and next door and Google business. Um, The website's really easy because they can just submit them to me and I can enter them. But for next door and Google business, they have to go online and enter them themselves. Mm -hmm. So how to not overwhelm them. um, Okay. You know, So let me ask you a couple of questions. So I hear a couple of things. One is you have a lot of things that you want to share with them, new things that are really exciting. I mean, how wonderful. First of all, I want to acknowledge, you know, you had this website platform for five years. It just mm-hmm. sat there, right? Gaining mm-hmm. dust, lots mm-hmm. of dust in the corner. And now it, it's a landing page. Like that is incredibly huge progress. And I imagine that feels wonderful, yeah. right? Yeah. So good for you. So lots of things that you want to share with them and you want to grow your business. And so you want to get reviews. So those are actually two separate things. 
And you want to space them out appropriately so that you don't overwhelm your clients. So I would actually start with the reviews because that is going to help you gain more clients. Okay. So the way I would do that is there are a couple ways to do this. One is to pick the platform that you most would like reviews on right now. It can be Facebook. It can be Nextdoor. Nextdoor is actually called recommendations, not reviews, but you know, Facebook, Nextdoor, even LinkedIn has the ability to have reviews or recommendations. And then there are Yelp, of course, is another site. You can look at these different sites that you'd like. So I would pick one, okay. one site. And if I had to choose, I would say Nextdoor. I would start there because so many people really listen to Nextdoor and follow those reviews. I mean, they're very, you know, authentic in terms of people stating, oh, I love this company. And, you know, somebody would tend to not say that on that platform if they didn't really love that company because their neighbors know who they are. (laughs) So it would get back to them if it wasn't a reputable company. So what I would do is I would pick five of your top clients that you know love you, love the service you're providing, and they don't just love you in your mind, but you've actually heard them say, I love your service. Or maybe they've even recommended you to other people. You know, those would be the the five people that I would pick, five clients. And What I would recommend that you do is reach out to them. You can do it by email. You can do it by phone. You know, if they're strictly email clients, I would go that route because a lot of people are busy and the phone is not going to be your friend in terms of getting these reviews. If they're more talky-talky people, then the phone is going to be your friend, okay? So you know what their communication is. They're favorite mode of communication. So I'd reach out in their favorite mode rather than yours Mm -hmm. and say, I'm wondering if you're on next door. And if you are, would you be willing to write me up a recommendation? And or would you be willing to write a little post about me and my company? You know, I'm looking to expand right now. Your recommendation or a little post on Nextdoor would mean so much. It doesn't have to be long. It can be just one or two sentences, you know? So that's the way I would do it. And you really want to kind of set yourself up to before you have these conversations or even this email. The email can be kind of a form email, but it'd be good to put some personal touches into an email if you know, make it more customized so that it doesn't seem like a form email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what you want to do is you want to really ask for their help. Like you're asking them to help you to support your business. There's a lot of awareness currently about small business. And so now more than ever is a really good time to be able to do this and actually get results from it because people are really tuned into how businesses are either making it or breaking it right now during this time of the pandemic. And your clients who love you will want to support you mm-hmm. to grow and to mm-hmm. be successful. 
-hmm. and you have a personal relationship with them. And the thing too, about starting with those top five people who really adore you and your company Mm -hmm. is that it will give you more confidence. Like once you get those reviews, you're going to feel more comfortable about reaching out to those people who, you know, you may not have as intimate a relationship with, but you'll feel more confident about asking for support and help. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about clients that their animals have passed away? So they're no longer. Oh, I know that's a little tricky because that's going to be a wound for them. Like when right. you contact them. Like I have a, one of my best supportive clients. I still even have her house key because she still wanted me to have it. But her well, dog passed case, away like two years ago. In that case, I would contact her. She's having you hold on to that key, I would imagine. Well, number one, because she absolutely trusts you and adores you. But right. number two is at some point she's planning on getting another pet. And so she wants you to be able to kind of swoop in there and be able to help her. Right. So she's somebody that I would, but if somebody is a client and their pet passed on and you're no longer in contact with them. Right now. Don't. No. Yeah. So no, this is the specific Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, with her, it's kind of a case by case basis. With mm-hmm. her, I would say yes. With another client, I would say absolutely not. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And so, what you can do after you've done it with those five is look at your list, kind of go down the line in terms of your client list. So, I would start with creating a list. Like, that's an action step for you to take. Create a list. Start with your top five supporters, those clients, like I mentioned, who have referred you a lot already and or who say all the time, oh, I am so grateful for you. You know, thank you so much for all your help. Those are the ones to put on that top five and then kind of work your way down to create the list so that it's like the next most supportive, the next most supportive after that. The ones that you don't really have a connection with go at the bottom, but those still would be an opportunity to reach out if you've done great work with them and you feel like they could be a referral for you. I would hesitate to reach out to them, but I would kind of start with the most supportive and go down. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then once you've done that, I would wait for about three, four, five months and then reach out to them again. Or let's say Facebook reviews or Yelp reviews. You want to pick one. And if somebody says, hey, Carly, I'm not on Nextdoor, then you can say, oh, that's totally fine. Would you be willing to write a review on Facebook Mm. or on Yelp? You know, are you on those platforms? And if so, you know, I'd be so grateful. Google reviews is another one that can really help your business. So that would be one to suggest to them. So, you know, have a next best one in the background, in your back pocket, okay? So that you can pull that out if they say, you know, I'm not on next door. Okay. For the website, you know, when people text you stuff like, you're the best. Thank you so much. You know, like the really nice little yep. text messages. Can yep. you post those? Can you, can you say, would it be okay if I posted that posted that on my website? Absolutely. You only want to do that if they give permission, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I would do that, Carly, is I would recommend 
saying, oh, I really appreciate your sweet note. Would you be okay if I included it on the website with these details about you, not your business, because they're not business owners, but about you as clients. So maybe it's the first name with an initial, if they don't feel comfortable having their last name. I would put whatever kind of service you provided for them. So it could say pet sitting client. It could say dog walking client. Eventually it'll say dog training client, right? Ah, exciting. And then their city and state. Mm-hmm. All of those things are going to help you with SEO too, in addition mm-hmm. to giving you credibility mm-hmm. because they're keywords. You know, when somebody types in pet sitter or pet sitting and your city and state or that city and state, you know, that page may pop up, the testimonials page. So, and, and what I would say too, in that short text back or that email back, um, copy it, like say, I'd love to include this and you may need to edit it a little bit, Carly, you know, because sometimes people just, you know, write, great job, you know, whatever. You can put your business name in there. You know, would you be okay if I edited this slightly? Here's what, you know, I'm thinking could be good if that works for you. And if it doesn't work, no problem and no pressure. But if it does work, I'd be very grateful. That way they can choose so or not. Perfect. Yep. And do you put a date on it or no? No, no date because that dates it. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't want to date it. You want it to be timeless. Yep. And all these reviews and these testimonials. I mean, obviously Yelp reviews are going to be dated next door recommendations and all of that will be dated, but not the testimonials on the website. Right. And I think it was in one of your books um, that you talked about Yelp because, you know, Yelp is kind of a, a good thing and a bad, oh, sorry, um, back to next door. So yeah. I, I have sent that to a couple of people and they mm-hmm. have done reviews. So I've got like nine likes already and right. two reviews. And so when they do the review, I immediately respond with like, thank you so much and, and something really specific about them. Like I've loved your trio and look forward mm-hmm. to pet sitting for them again, you know, try to make it really personal. Totally. Yep. Um, so that's one of the things with Yelp that you, you've mentioned before is that it's kind of a, a good thing and a bad thing because you get good reviews, but you can also get really bad reviews. You can. And you can't I know. You know, do that. So that's you why can't. I stayed yeah, you can't from take them being off. On, on Yelp. Yeah, um, and that's why a lot of people stay off of Yelp. But, you know, I will say this, Carly, I, I worked with someone and I think I included this information in the book. I think it was maybe 30 days. To start That's kind of what I was thinking it was. Sitting. Yeah. yeah. But there was a man that contacted me maybe four or five years ago on like beginning of January for a coaching session. And he was just starting his business. And he's like, hey, Kristen, I want to take my business to six figures in one year help me do that. And I said, well, you've got to get your name out there, obviously. And one of the ways that you can do that is through Yelp. Like if you have a lot of five-star reviews, that gives you credibility and it really matters. And so he began getting clients and with each client that he got, he would ask them for a Yelp review. 
And almost every client agreed to do that. And some of them were filtered because that's the thing too about Yelp that you know you can ask a client to write a review and for whatever reason, the algorithm may think this is a fake review and not put it on there. Mm-hmm. But he did it enough times that even though there were some filtered reviews that were not visible without clicking filtered review, he had so many reviews. I think within two or three months, he had maybe 12 or 14 five-star Yelp reviews, which was really something for a short mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah. And he also had a number of filtered reviews. So he was not only was he getting Yelp reviews, but he was also gaining clients quickly. So it was kind of a two-part <laughs> series here yeah. um, that really worked well. And as a result, within a year, he did create a six-figure business and he had hired two or three pet sitters and dog walkers to work for him. So it was really something. So that is the magic and the power of Yelp, but it's not for thin skinned people because it can really, if you're sensitive, it can knock you on your butt for a few days. If you get a really scathing Yelp review and if you have staff, it can be hard to control. Yes, you want to hire great people. I enjoy helping people hire and train great people, but there's no guarantee that they won't make a mistake. There's no guarantee that you won't make a mistake too. We're human, right? Mm-hmm. And so because of that, people can get really negative Yelp reviews and it can be really challenging to get over that emotionally. But, you know, as a writer, I go through that. You know, as a business owner, I've gone through that. I mean, it's kind of part of being in the public eye, whether as a business owner or whatever you're doing as a service. So, you know, I would say it's worth the pain for the gain. I believe that, you know, and it'll keep you on your toes in terms of doing really great work and really hiring great people to do great work. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you ever offer anything for the reviews? Like, nope. nope, 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 nope. You can't actually legally. I mean, you know, you can thank them. <laughs> okay. But you know, those people who are saying, Hey, I'll give you a free dog walk in exchange for a review. That's illegal. At least in the Yelp world. I mean, I don't know about legal, maybe a very harsh term, but it's very much frowned upon. And Yelp would, if they found out, they would take you off the platform or they would, I don't know what they would do, but I know at the very least, they might press charges against you for, you know, going against their policies because that's how these review sites can get a bad name. And yeah. Yelp has a bad name anyway, in some circumstances, you know, right. But they're really trying their best to create a system that's credible in terms of reviews. And so when people are offering a service or a financial incentive, mm-hmm. that begins to really create, you know, a review that is yeah. Really true. They're doing it for getting something. So you don't want to do that. You really want these reviews to come from people's desire to help or to thank you. 
That's why. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't ask for them. If you sit around and think, oh, people will write reviews. Nope. (laughs) Very, it's like one in a (laughs) hundred. Is that going to happen? Maybe even one in a thousand. I mean, people are busy. So you really have to ask them for them. And one other thing, Carly, if you're reaching out to them, or if you're writing them an email, calling them, I would give a time limit. Mm -hmm. So would you be willing to write up a Yelp review or write a next door recommendation or a post this week? You want to give them a time amount because people are so busy. If they don't have that time constraint, they're going to perhaps say yes, and then it falls off their radar. And don't be afraid to follow up with them a week from when you called and say, thank you so much for the review, or, you know, I'd love a link to the review if you're willing to do that, just so I can thank you personally for it. You know, I don't see it on here. I'm wondering if it's filtered or what's happening. You know, don't be afraid to reach out, but don't reach out more than once about it. Or I'm just reminding you, you know, I know you're busy. So if this doesn't work, don't worry. But if you would be willing, I'd be very grateful if you'd be willing to write this review. Okay. Yep. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. And then should I say anything about the updated branding and logo? I would do that in a separate email. I would. So that's something that I would do. I would create a newsletter for that mm-hmm. and put everybody, all of your existing clients, any people who you even can't service right now, but that you might be able to service in the future, 
you know, put them on your email list and send them out an email. Now, the thing about the email newsletters is sometimes those will go into spam. Mm -hmm. But one of the ways that you can prevent that is by having your clients sign up themselves Mm -hmm. and doing the double authentication. So basically, they have to sign up and then they get an email and they have to confirm it. Right. So that's a way to kind of ensure that they'll get it in their inbox. But you can also create a newsletter and you can say when you're speaking to them, did you get my latest newsletter about all the updates? And if they said no and you know you sent it, then you know, I would let them know that it's probably in their spam and they should whitelist your email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have a lot of clients right now. Is that correct? Right. So I probably have about 15 regular clients, but like in, so, you know, the holidays, you know, people start popping up that you're like, oh yeah, I guess we've talked. So probably have like 50 people, Mm -hmm. you know, that come out of the world work. And so that's one thing is I don't really have an email list. Most people, it's all been through text message. And so with my software um, that I, I'm ready to, ro- to, to uh-huh. roll out yeah. and I'm wanting them to start using, it's like, you know, hey, um, I'm doing this software now. Here's the uh-huh. link. Can you set up your profile? Yeah. And, and it's like, I have an idea. Okay, so- good. A couple things. Yeah, yeah. So because that would be good for them to do the newsletter because then oh, they definitely into that. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is since you're mostly texting them and they're texting you, I would text them as soon as possible directly and say, may I have your email? I'm sending out some updated details about our company and I'd love to make sure that you receive that. Uh, we also have a brand new software system that will enable you to sign up for pet sitting and dog walking whenever you want. And it, you know, the intention is to create a lot of ease and accessibility for you. So really point out what they're going to be gaining as a result of this. And they are going to be gaining a lot of um, just ease in terms of they could two in the morning they can book a pet sitting job you know mm-hmm. you yeah it'll be great and, and it will do their billing too so they know, know. What the billing is well and it'll help you with the billing you don't have to chase them anymore right that's a pain in the butt so mm-hmm. you can bill them rather than them paying you mm-hmm. right you have control that'll be wonderful Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you would recommend sending that link through the email as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I would get their email first. That's the first step. And then okay. because it, I would recommend that you get off the text as much as possible because I know just, I know this from having talked to you that the work-life balance is something that you're really committed to working on. Uh And when you're on your phone all the time, not just you, but anyone, myself included, that can really create a lopsided work-life balance, right? You're not really giving yourself the gift of your own personal time. You're Mm -hmm. on call all the time. And that's not good for any human. 
So really what this is going to do is open up so much for you as well as for them. And for you, it's going to give you the opportunity to begin to get more on email and that will in turn help you create office hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that you have this container, these boundaries of time. I know. I know. And it's funny, Carly, because here's the thing. It's so interesting. A lot of business owners kind of cringe at the thought of a schedule. They're like, I became an entrepreneur so I could be free. And, and yet the way that they're working isn't freedom. It's actually prison, right? And so creating the time boundaries is actually counterintuitive to what they think. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in the nine to five. That's why I got out. But hey, if you're texting and receiving texts from clients at 11 o'clock at night, yes. what kind of life is that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's not what you've signed up for, you know, when yep. you started becoming a pet business owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was sending emails last night at 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I want to watch my show. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So Carly, my dear darling, you, part of your work is to really get clear on what office hours do you want to create and then spreading that information to your clients. And you can do that by putting it on the website. You can do that on your email footer, right? When you start getting your communication primarily in email, that's the way you can communicate too without directly communicating it. It's under your email signature, right? Our office hours are. How do you do that when you, particularly for the holidays, when you have so many emails coming in with people that want you know, bookings, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas when it's like, I'm already booked. Yeah. Well, part of that is getting clear on who you can refer Uh and maybe even setting up a referral system with a trusted having having to be able to send those emails saying, sorry, I'm already booked contact these people. Yes. And, you know, you might want to look at too reaching out to newer pet sitters in your area you love the business. Okay. But maybe you get a referral fee Mm -hmm. for that. Like they pay 20% of the invoice because those clients that they get could be clients for the rest of their business life. And you're giving them away. It's like you're giving them marketing, which tends to cost a lot of money when we market. You're doing marketing just through who you're being in your business, mm-hmm. you know, and you're also creating a website, you're spending money on branding, right? And so for you to be able to get even a little kickback on that is going to benefit you. It'll also benefit these new pet sitters in your area. And would that, that percentage be off of the first pet sit? I would say the first month of pet sitting, it'll probably just be, you know, a week or a weekend or whatever, but whatever, I would say the first invoice really. Okay. Yeah. Cause I just set somebody up for Christmas for Mm -hmm. Christmas, And so it's $700. Wow. Um, Yeah. And so that would have been nice. Yeah. And you can't go back now and say, Hey, (laughs) but what you can do is learn from that. That's a little painful, right? I mean, that would have been $140 that Mm -hmm. could have been in your pocket. 
And you know, I'm not a big person of like nickel and diming people or trying to get something for nothing. It's not that. You're giving a valuable service by referring somebody. Well, and it took a long time because this this girl is brand new. And so I had to like coach her on Mm -hmm. to take the job and how much money it was and what to negotiate and all of these things. So part of your work, which I'm, I know having worked with you before is that you're really beginning to get really good at knowing your worth and stating your worth and setting boundaries and all of that, like it all comes into play. Yeah. And so learn from this. And I would say any other referral that you give her and, Mm -hmm. you know, set up a contract, create a contract for this that is really clear in terms of any referrals that I give you, you agree to pay 20% of the first invoice that you send out to that client for that job. And be clear in the contract too about, because she could, I don't know, say, okay, I'm just going to bill for one visit, right? And then that's the first invoice. But, you know, so be really clear and you can have a lawyer help you draft that too. You can go through legal Zoom and have them help you draft a really great contract that protects you, protects her, protects you from any liability too, as a result of referring that client to her, right? So I actually, so this, this person had posted flyers all over town mm-hmm. saying that she was a dog walker. And mm-hmm. so um, I had called her to see if she was referred or if she had insurance and she didn't. And she said, well, do you get a commission for, for, for selling us insurance? And I said, yeah. no. And I said, Hmm, but maybe I should. Mm-hmm. And so I actually called my insurance company oh. and asked if they did that. And they said, no, we can't. Um, but um, if you tell us who you refer, then we will add you to their policies so that you're not liable Beautiful. for returning for referring. Because I do network with 18 other pet sitters. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, I have had at least four other people get insurance that didn't already have insurance that were established pet sitters that just never had insurance. Um, but I won't refer to anybody unless they're insured. Great. That's smart. Uh-huh. So I am protected by mm-hmm. referring to these people. Um, so it is working on that. So yeah. Interesting. Great. So we have a couple, only two more minutes left. So do you have any burning desire questions that you want? One more question that you want answered. I think that all the ones that I wrote down, we covered. How important is the Google My Business? It's important. It's really important. A lot of people use Google. It'll help you come up on the search engines when people are using Google. I can't guarantee where you'll show up, but with the Google My Business, you want to make sure to include you know, lots of pictures, videos, you can get videos made by Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com for very inexpensive. You can send pictures, you can send your logo. You can also have a friend take a video of you with the dogs, you know, and that could be incorporated in a Fiverr video. So that's something that you want to look at. The reason why you want to include as many 
photos and videos as they will allow as it does help you come up higher on the search engines. The more images you have on there and videos, it helps. But it's not as important to go after reviews for that one right away. It is important. I, you know, I think Nextdoor is one of the most powerful referral engines. So I would start there because I just have seen the power of it. Mm -hmm. Yelp is another one, you know, but if you're a little hesitant for Yelp, I would say go to Google and ask for reviews, you know, have that. That'll probably be my backup for people Mm -hmm. aren't on next door. Yeah. And would you ever list both like two of them in that initial email to people like, Nope. Decision fatigue is a real thing. (laughs) You want to keep it super simple and you're already asking for something and you don't want to ask for two things that potentially could be challenging. Like asking for two could cause them to not do any, Mm -hmm. whereas asking for one, you'll be more likely to actually get a review. Just know, you know, mark in your calendar, hey, you know, to yourself, four months from now, I'm going to reach out to this person again, who referred me on next door and see if they'll be willing to write a Google review. You Uh know, so just you need to be in touch with that in terms of the timing and space it appropriately. Okay. How different do the reviews need to be? They can be the same, actually. It doesn't matter. I mean, I've had people that we have a a company that does our mowing here. It's not a small feat to do mowing for nine acres in Hawaii. <laughs> Let me tell you, it you know, very quickly. Yes, I am in the jungle. And um, they are very sweet. And I'm a big proponent of helping small businesses through reviews because I know how powerful it is. And so I told them I'd love to write them a review. Which site did they want? And they said, we want these three. <laughs> and, and they're like, and you can copy and paste them. And I said, okay, that's, that's easy for me. You know, but, but I, as a business owner, I would never suggest that. You know, I would never recommend that you say to a client, hey, here are three sites, just copy and paste it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fine if they want to do that. And you can even, when you reach out again, four months from now, say, feel free to copy and paste your first review, you know, it's totally fine if you want to save time. And a brand new one is fine too on this particular site. Got it. All right, my dear. Sorry, one more question. Okay. With the software, so I should probably, particularly since it's for the holidays, send that email out first and then follow up with the reviews, give them a week or so. Yeah. Um, Yep. Because it is the holiday time. Typically, I would say start with the reviews. I did say that at the beginning of this, but because it is, we're heading into the holiday time and you really want them to get on the software, start there. And I would actually wait two weeks, you know? Yeah. And for the people that just won't enter it, I mean... I'm, yeah, there are going to be people like that. You can do it though. You're going to have to do it. Yep. You're going to have to do it. And some people, especially older people will be like, I really, Carly, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would just, I would just go with that. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, they're used to dealing with you directly and, but most will be thrilled to be able to go on there and, you know, have that automation. It's great. Right. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this going and the software is going to be such a lifesaver. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I know you are taking so many actions, girl. It's powerful watching you. Woo, she's going for it. Yeah, you're a dynamo. (laughs) All right. I wish you a beautiful day, Carly. All right, you too. Okay, you take care. All right, bye-bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that session with Carly. If you are feeling motivated or inspired to have a coaching session with me, reach out to me. You can find out how to reach out when you go to the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. That's the number 96. prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. Also, a reminder, my audiobook is coming out next month in December 2021. If you want to take advantage of the discount, you'll receive $5 off the list price when you pre-order the audiobook now, and you'll be among the first to receive it when it gets released. So you can find out more about that as well on the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 96. I wish you a beautiful day or evening wherever you're at in the world, and I will look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast episode. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.